Soopadoopadoo, how are you? What makes you successful? Have you ever asked that question? I wonder why that person became so successful. I wonder why that person is famous. I wonder why they're wealthy. I wonder why that what happened to them happened versus there's a whole stack of average people. Have you ever said to yourself, I think that person is going to be successful? You might have watched them, experienced them as a child, as a teenager, watched them play sport, watched them in a classroom and thought, I think that person has the potential to go on and do great things with their life. The reverse of that, have you ever thought to yourself, that person's never going to make it, they don't have what it takes, they're lazy, they're undisciplined, they can't do it. So we put a judgment on people, you can, you can't. Now there's a really great question to ask. If somebody put that judgment on you and said to you, you can't, did you believe them? If somebody believed in you and said, I think that you can go on and do all the things that you want to do, did you trust their belief in you? And I think they're great questions because sometimes it's been suggested that you have to believe in other people's belief in you, uh, even if you don't believe in yourself. And one of the other things that I'm always very aware of is that how do I know that I can do it? How can I believe that I can do it if I've never done it? So obviously you have to go and do it. So why is it that some people do it and some people don't? Some people have the focus, commitment and discipline to go and do all the things that they want to do and some people don't. And I had a really interesting experience at my local Kmart, a discount store in New Zealand. I met a young man, uh, tall, good looking, well-spoken, really funny, great sense of humour, excellent communicator. He was working on the checkout at Kmart, a teenager. And when you look at somebody like that, we, uh, the analogy that I use or the example that I always share is there is somebody that has all the ingredients sitting on the kitchen bench to make a beautiful meal or a beautiful cake. So if I've got butter and sugar and flour and eggs it's very possible that I could make a cake. But I have to mix that cake effectively. I have to go through the method, not just have the ingredients. Then I have to bake it at the right temperature. I have to know what I'm doing to create a beautiful cake. Or I might have vegetables and meat and, and sauces and seasoning on the, on, the, on the kitchen bench. And I want to make a beautiful meal. But having the ingredients doesn't make the beautiful meal. I have to get the method right. I have to cook it right and have to do it at the right temperature to make sure that the meal's really yummy. So the great conversation that I had with this gorgeous young man was, what are you going to do with your life? And his answer was he didn't know. He didn't know what to do. So here we have a man who has the ingredients to do everything. And I'll go a step further. He has X factor. And he's even asked me, what does X factor mean? And it's called X Factor for a reason because we don't know what it means. It's just that something special that some people have. It's the look in their eye, the way they hold themselves. It's their charm, their charisma, their character, just something about them. Now, this young man has all of that. But will he become successful? Will he do the things that he wants to do? Now, the first thing that is the challenge is that he doesn't know what he wants to do. So he said to me, what do I need to do to become successful, to make money, to have a great life? And my answer is always the same, and it's the same for everybody that's ever done anything. The exact same answer comes out of everybody's mouth. You have to do what you love. Now, the beautiful answer that he gave me was, I don't know what I love. I've got lots of passions. I don't know what I really want to do. And there's always three questions that I then ask. What do you love doing the most? that isn't work. 
Is it snow skiing? Is it mountain bike riding? Is it dancing? And interestingly, he came up with whitewater rafting. He, he said, if I could do anything, I'd probably be a whitewater rafting guide. But it hadn't been put in his headspace that it was possible to make a career out of that and or to make money out of it. Now, there's another side note that I'd like to add in there. Why do we always attach success to money? Is it possible that if you're doing what you really love to do, that that is success, regardless of how much money you're making? The reverse of that, you could be a billionaire, but be absolutely miserable. You might sell cigarettes or drugs or have some horrible business that you hate. So you're making lots of money, but you don't love it. So the combination of I do what I absolutely love, and this was the question that I asked him when we did all this at the, at the checkout at the Kmart today, so that's kind of a cool thing. Uh, but the question was, if you don't know what you want to do, could it be a really good idea to just go and do everything? And when you find what it is that you want to do, is it possible that you will attract money into your life because you're adding value to the world? And I think that's a really important question again. Where does wealth come from? We often associate wealth with money, okay. But if you, if you want to have money, if you want to have financial security, is it possible that that comes from doing something that you love? But if you're doing something that you love and you don't make a stack of money, isn't that better than making a stack of money and being miserable? So just something to consider. So here's a great question for you. Do you have all the ingredients? Now, the reverse of that is some people don't have the ingredients. And I'm sure that you've met people like that or you've, you've made judgment on people. You might be a school teacher or a parent or a coach. You might have looked at somebody and thought they're never going to make it. They don't have the ingredients. They don't have charisma. They don't have charm. They don't have X factor. They just, they're just going to have an average life. I've had too many experiences where that particular person has gone on to do amazing things with their life. They're doing what they love. They've become financially free. They're adding value to the world because they didn't believe other people's poor judgment of them. And whatever we think is X factor or we think is important or we think will add value to the world might not be what other people think. So I want to give you another really great example, something I'm very aware of because I deal with a lot of school teachers and a lot of parents. Unfortunately, a lot of children are told, a lot of future adults are told, you can't, you're not good enough, you're too tall, too short, too fat, too skinny, not smart enough, not enough money, don't come from the right suburb, you're just not going to make it. You have to accept that you're going to have an average life or you should go and get a job that's going to pay your lousy, stinking, rotten bills. Now, they might not say lousy, stinking, rotten bills, but we often talk about you've got to get a job to pay your life. I want to tell, share a bit. I've got hundreds of stories, but this one in particular is really important to me. I had a young man who came to the Max International Colleges and he had a passion for exercise. He had a passion for boxing and he was a young father and he wanted to be an example for his little boy. So he said, I'm, at the moment I'm a truck driver. I was told my, by my careers officer at school that I was a loser. And he said that was the exact quote. I said, did, you, did you, that person actually say that to you? And he said, yes, the quote was, I'm a loser. I'm never going to do anything with my life. Now, I don't know whether that teacher was having a bad day or they're just being irresponsible or they just didn't realize the danger of saying such a thing to somebody. But interestingly, and it was several years after he finished school, he ended up in, in front of me. And he said, I have a passion for exercise, a passion for boxing. I want to have a career that I love and I want to set an example for my little boy. Not only did he become a top level exercise professional, he started his own business. 
And he didn't just do the qualification to become a fitness uh, exercise professional. He went on to do the business diploma and the advanced business diploma with Max. So he has a, now an international business diploma. And when he graduated, I had the great joy of printing his certificates. It's one of the, the beautiful things in my life I love to do, which is to say, congratulations, you are a fully qualified exercise professional or you are fully qualified with an international business diploma or a combination of both. But what I did for this beautiful young man is I printed two lots of certificates. I printed one lot of certificates for him, which I very proudly gave him in a beautiful frame. But I also packaged up another set of certificates and I sent them to the school and to the teacher, the careers officer, that had told him that he would never make anything of himself, that he was a loser and he was never going to have a successful life. And I did that because uh, I want... I, I want us as adults, I want us as leaders, teachers, parents, coaches, bosses, pastors, to understand the danger of telling somebody that they can't, the danger of uh, rather than adding positivity into somebody's life, and this is a great question, you could tell somebody can't, that's easy, but if you want to invest time with somebody with the how can I question, what do you want to do and how can we make that happen for you? And the reason I think that's so important is there are a lot of people with skill and no discipline that don't do anything with their life. There are a lot of people, so they're skilled, but they don't have the discipline, so nothing happens. There are a lot of people who have no skill, but they're very disciplined and very focused. And a lot of those people go on to become very successful at whatever they want to do. Now, if you want to be a top-level sports person or a musician or an artist or a dancer, it's been suggested that you have to have a certain skill, a certain genius. But I've met too many people who have a career as footballers, as musicians, as rock stars, as business people. Uh, and I'll give you another example. I had another young man who came into my life who had a very successful business. He came to the Max International Colleges because he wanted to grow his business into the franchise model. He made beautiful handmade wooden furniture. He couldn't read and he couldn't write. But his genius was to make beautiful furniture. Uh, so he had to work a way around what he thought was a disability. But he was told he was stupid and that's why he couldn't read and he couldn't write. So he believed that he was stupid, didn't learn how to read and didn't learn how to write. He could work with his hands, however. So when I worked personally with him, and that's what the Max Colleges is all about, it's about personal coaching and mentoring, uh, I'd, I'm not a school teacher, as in teach ABCs and times tables and how to read and write, but I looked for ways uh, to encourage and excite him to want to learn. And one of the things that we worked out was, yes, he was very good with his hands, but he was also very good with music. So when he was building beautiful pieces of furniture, creating pieces of art, he would listen to music and he would sing and he had quite a beautiful voice. So all we did is we took the, the program, the Max International Business Program, the Max International Program to become an exercise professional, and we turned it into songs. So he couldn't read and he couldn't write, but he could sing. So he remembered the words because he could sing. And that's the other thing about education that I think is really important. If you're a teacher or a coach, you already know this, that we all learn differently. To sit people down in a classroom with a bunch of other people, learning at exactly the same speed, at exactly the same time frame, exactly the same time of the day, uh, with exactly the same ways to learn, uh, I think is irresponsible. And I'll share that as a blanket statement because that sometimes makes me very 
disappointed in the education system. Surely we understand that some people learn better in the morning than the evening and vice versa. Some people learn by singing, some people learn by painting, some people learn by dancing, some people learn by watching, some people learn by listening, some people learn by kinesthetic touching and doing. We all learn differently. We all learn at different speeds. So to, to tell everybody you have to learn at this speed, I think is ridiculous because we sometimes there's stuff that we know and we can learn it really fast because it's what we're interested in. And other things, I, for example, have never been good with numbers. So when I have to deal with numbers, I have to really concentrate very hard. But communication skills have been easy for me. So it's I learn much faster about communication skills than I do about numbers. And I think that as teachers and educators, if we don't understand that, we I think we're irresponsible. So what I want to share with you is this beautiful young man who was told that he was an idiot because he couldn't read and write ended up again with an international business diploma and a franchise business of beautiful furniture because he he stopped this ridiculous notion in his head that he was stupid. I don't believe anybody's stupid. Now, some people say to me, Roa, you're just a, an optimist and, you're, and that's just ridiculous and you, you're, you're not living in reality. But I passionately believe that we all have something inside us of value. We all have a genius and it just has to be found. It's like digging for gold. Sometimes you find a big nugget sitting on top of the ground. It's easy to find it. But sometimes the gold has to be dug and you have to dig deep and you have to dig a lot of dirt. I remember going to the super pit in Kalgoorlie in Australia and there's a lot of gold that comes out of there, but they dig, they dig the gold in big trucks. The trucks are so big that I can stand inside the wheel of the truck and the, the top of the wheel doesn't come anywhere near the top of my head. It's just it's like a two-story building. And they just keep pulling dirt out of the ground and little tiny bits of gold are found. I'm sharing that with a very, as a very uh, important example that sometimes we have to dig for people's genius. Sometimes we have to find it. And you might have to dig for your own because so many people have told you that you're a loser, you can't do it, you're dumb, you can't read, you can't write, you're a slow learner. Every day I work with people that have been told that. You're not smart, you can't do it, it won't work. And I just don't believe that. Now, I share again passionately that I'm going to keep my blonde hair. I'm an old lady now, but I'm going to keep it forever. Because I'm too blonde to know that it won't work. I love being able to say that because I'm a female with blonde hair. I am too dumb to know that it won't work. I just believe that it will. So rather than telling people you can't, my conversation is always, how can you? So I believe everybody's got the ingredients. Now, you can take, and I'll use the cake example again, you can take flour and sugar and butter and eggs and you could make a beautiful cake. You could make a biscuit because it doesn't rise. Uh, you could make a muffin. There's all different things that those ingredients could make. But you can make something with those ingredients. There's other people, however, who can go to the fridge. And what, you and I might look in that fridge and go, that we can't cook anything. There's nothing in here that we can make a nice meal out of. And somebody else will d create a delicious three-course gourmet feed out of something that, that we would never have dreamed of. So I'm not convinced that you have to have the right ingredients. What I do think you have to have is a passion. Yes, you have to have belief, but maybe it's somebody else's belief in you, and that's what I want to be. I want to be the coach, the teacher, the leader that can find the genius, dig for the gold, and make sure that 
everybody is aware that they've got it. Now, people may not may choose not to use their genius, and lots of people that choose to be average and they choose not to do anything with the beautiful gifts that they've been given. And some people have got beautiful ingredients, and they have X factor and charisma and 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 everything required to be successful. They either don't do anything with it, or they do horrible things with it. And that's a choice too. I get that. But between my heart and yours, you have a genius. Everybody in your life has a genius. Your parents, your children, your next door neighbor, the people at church, your sporting team, everybody's got something special inside them. And I want to be the person that finds it rather than the person that pushes it further into the ground. How about you? So if you want to achieve something, you can. Because if you say you can't, you definitely can't. But if you say, how can I? What do I need to do? Who do I need to become? And the two parts to that, if you have skill and talent, drive and discipline, that's a given. You can do whatever you want. If you have skill and talent but no drive and discipline, very unlikely you'll do anything. There are some sports people who go the certain distance because they've got skill, but they're the ones that get overweight in the off-season and the ones that end up uh, after they finish their career, they do nothing with their life and they end up depressed and miserable because they don't have their sport anymore. There are people who have no skill and no talent, but they still become very successful. And I always make a joke about that. Uh, there are lots of rock stars that can't sing. There are lots of uh, musicians that can't read music. There are lots of business people that have never been to university. There are, there are so many examples of you can't do it and people have done it anyway. And I always share my favorite example, which is the, the dance, the internationally recognized, acclaimed, uh, beautiful dancer who was the lead dancer in the Michael Jackson Cirque du, Soleil, Cirque du Soleil show that toured the world, and he only has one leg. Now, for me, that's the ultimate example of impossible becoming possible. How does a little, little, little boy grow up into a man who becomes a professional dancer and he's only got one leg? To me, that's the ultimate headspace of I'm not going to listen to everybody telling me that I can't. Can you imagine how many people said to him, you can't be a dancer, you've only got one leg. Can you imagine when he went to the audition for the Michael Jackson Cirque du Soleil show and he went to that audition on crutches? Can you imagine the looks on people's faces? And he ended up being the lead dancer in the show. I'm sharing that with you again because if anybody ever tells you you can't do it, it's not possible, it won't work, just block your ears and tell them to go away. There's lots of words you could use, but be respectful, smile, nod, and walk away. Whatever ingredients you've been given, are you making the most of those ingredients? Are you doing the best that you possibly can with everything that you have, that you have been given? And whatever gift and talent that you have, if you apply discipline and focus and commitment to it, what might be possible? Could you live the life that you dream of? Could you live the life that you want to live? Could you live, be the living example for your children and for future adults that it is possible to do whatever it is that you want to do, regardless of what other people tell you and regardless of the ingredients? You could turn your life into a beautiful cake, into a beautiful meal, into a beautiful life by applying the genius that you have to discipline and commitment and focus. I would love for you to live your life to the max and that's what I'm here for every day. Thank you for coming to Romax. My name's Rowie and my goal is that you are healthy, fit and strong, have a career or business that you love, you are financially free and you have great people in your life because you've got 
great communication skills and you attract beautiful people into your life. But most importantly, you have a beautiful relationship with yourself because when you look in your mirror, you can say to yourself, I am living my life at its absolute super max. Super duper doo, how are you? Have a life that you love because you deserve it. Woo!